your commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. With us today is Steve Moore, uh, one of the country's top economists and uh, Larry Kudlow's uh, uh, best friend. And uh, uh, Steve, is the world coming to an end? I, I understand the regional banks took big hits today. What's going on? Well, John, I think that there are some problems in the banking industry, especially with the you know big steep rise in income. I mean, in uh, interest rates. Remember, uh, what was it? Fourteen months ago, we had an interest rate of on the federal funds rate, which was practically zero. Now it's five, and it's probably headed to five and a quarter. And so, what happened was all of these banks that bought invested you know billions and billions of dollars in these government bonds, guess what? They've they've lost 30% of the value. By the way, John, I hope you weren't buying 2% government bonds. No, I was not buying 2% government bonds. And uh, I'll tell you that uh, the Fed and the Treasury Department better calm things down. Otherwise, they're going to create more problems. They will. And look, there's there's another part of this story that I want to make sure that you and your you guys listeners understand, which is that um, I'm worried about what's going to happen in the mortgage market, because as you guys know, banks, you know, their major, uh, you know, function is to provide mortgages. And the banks are mortgages. shut down. Steve Moore, the banks are shut down. They're not lending any money to anybody. Well, why would they? If you're going to have these new policies, have you heard about this new policy, guys, where they're going to say if you're uh, someone who has a good credit score, and if you're someone who has a high down payment on your loan, you're going to have to pay more for the person who has a low down payment loan and a bad credit score. It is so crazy. Like the good creditors are basically funding the deadbeat creditors. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And by the way, you go back, you know, people always ask me, we're going to see a 2008 again. And I say, well, no, I don't think so. But, you know, in 2008, the main reason that so many of these mortgages went bust was the government uh, through Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and the FHA uh, was basically insuring mortgages with, you know, two or three percent down payment and lousy credit scores. And guess what? Hey, oh, wait, they were lending them the down payment besides. They were lending them 110 <laughs> percent of the value exactly. of the property. Exactly. And, and, then, and then the day you close, you're underwater already. And exactly. six months later, six months later, you can't pay your mortgage. You're in you're in yeah. foreclosure. And now good creditors yeah, are being penalized. If the, if the value of your house falls by 20 yeah. percent. Yeah. And so that was remember the term jingle mail. Well, people stop. Uh, you know, mailing in their mortgage check, they'd sell it, they'd uh, mail in the keys to the house and just, yeah. you know, leave. And so anyway, my point is, why in the world, John, I mean, you're a businessman, do we want to have the people who do things right and put the high down payment down and have a good credit score? Why should they have pay, pay more for the people who have a lousy credit score? It's crazy. Steve, this is Craigie, and I have a quick question for you. One of the concerns I'm hearing from all my, my attorney friends out there is, the banks are only insured for 250000 under the FDIC. You have all these law firms out there that have millions of dollars in escrow, and everyone's getting nervous now that if the bank that they have their escrow account with goes under, I mean, I have $4.5 million in my escrow account. I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do anymore. I can only get two fifty if my bank goes out of business. What do we do here? And then you're still responsible. Yeah, I'm still responsible. So I'm, I'm you know, scratching my head looking at different banks. Um I don't know what we're going to do here, but I know there's yeah. people in the street are nervous. They're nervous about how can they protect the escrows that they're holding. 
Well, it's a good question. I mean, remember when the more, when uh, when deposit insurance was first started, I think the amount was like five thousand dollars, and now it's two hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. I mean, look, my feeling is deposit insurance is for the mom and shop, mom and pop investor. Yeah. Now, if you've got several million dollars in a an escrow account, so that's basically in like a, a savings account at a bank. It's it's in a it's in an IOLA account. You're you're required to put deposits into an interest on lawyers account where the bank pays the interest to this IOLA fund, and then if your lawyer steals your money, the IOLA fund reimburses you the money that was stolen. So they yeah, mandate, they say, mandate yeah. the Bar Association mandates yeah. you have to put it in an IOLA account, and then and the banks and the IOLA accounts are only giving you protection for 250 yeah, So what, except I would simply say this, that if you look at like what happened to Silicon Valley Bank um, yeah. depositors, they got, um, no matter how much money they had, they got um, made whole. So they didn't lose money on that. Yeah. So but that was the first the one. The people who lost one. money are the shareholders and yeah. the bondholders no, right now. Exactly. You know. And by the way, I'm sorry. I do think there should be a limit on the on the uh, amount you're insured because we want people to be careful about where, where, yeah. what banks they put their money in. You know, and that's one way to do it. You know, you got to have some. Um, uh, well, then the, the regional banks will go completely bust because everybody will put their money into Bank of America and J.P. Morgan. I have mine in Chase, and I was told if Chase has a problem and goes under, the, the world, world is goes coming up. to right. an end. Yeah. And that, exactly. that went to the smartest, the least of your worries. I went to the smartest man I know, and that's John Katsimatidis. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Good choice. We got a minute left. We got about a minute left. Uh, yeah. What else is going on? Okay. It looks like uh, uh, is the Fed going to be stupid enough to raise rates again? Yes, they are. They're going to raise it to five and a quarter. The uh, most important thing we have to do is... I mean, is, they're just creating more I of a know, banana peel. I know, John. You, you know, uh, look, I think let's just stop here. In other words, five and a quarter and then stop. But I've got to say this because we've only got 30 seconds left. I'm with Kevin McCarthy. We've got to, we've got to stop this massive debt spending. And he's, he's got a great plan. And when Janet Yellen says Congress has to pass the debt ceiling bill, guess what? The Republicans did pass the debt ceiling bill. So now it's the ball is in Chucky e. Schumer's court, and we'll see what happens here. But I don't want the Republicans to blink here. We can't keep borrowing $2 trillion more every year. We're going to go bankrupt. What a Steve mess. Moore, thank you so much, and uh, thank you for coming on, and we'll talk again real soon. Saturday at 1 p.m. Saturday more money. One, between 1 and 2 o'clock uh, with Steve Moore with more money and uh, with uh, Mr. Ryan with you too, right? You better believe it. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.